Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Monday afternoon, we just finished Bloke in a Bar, so I have all that content dropping for you over the next 24 hours. A massive four-hour episode there uh, with Den and Camp, Timmy Williams, and myself discussing all things from around 11 in the NRL. We're going to dive into my Supercoach Draft Weekly Review. We do this every single Monday, reviewing uh, what went right, what went wrong for my draft team in my home league, uh, whether we win, lose, draw, whatever it is. Uh, this week, we're lucky enough to get a win. We've got a couple of injuries and whatnot, mainly uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. We also had Tupanua out. Uh, so not an ideal week for us. Any week without Pappy isn't ideal. But if we can just stack together one or two wins during the period that Pappy is out for, uh, I'm not overly concerned. Uh, the guy that I played, John Dean uh, of Rugby League Guru Photographer fame, he is right up there in my competition as well. I've got a pretty handy team. I've been looking at him all week, sort of thinking, fuck, this is going to be an awful week to play him. He's got Cameron Munster coming off that loss last week. He's going to rip and tear. Uh, the Melbourne Storm after a loss, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the Cowboys put up a really good fight, and my boy Scotty Drinkwater outscored him. So it turned out to be a pretty good week to play him. Uh, we both scored above 700, so didn't have dreadful weeks, but neither of us really had fantastic weeks. I scored 735. Uh, John, he scored 714. So a 20-point win for me there. We're both pretty evenly matched to be honest. I think I might have scored one more try this weekend uh, and that was probably the difference realistically. So a really well uh, balanced game. Uh, neither of us scored poorly but neither of us scored overly well either. So go through my team from the weekend. Thursday night I had from the Brisbane Broncos game I had Katoni Staggs who uh, was pretty lucky to get the score that he did uh, coming out with a lot of attacking stats off a try that I don't think should have been given a try. So could argue I was lucky to get this win based off 
that pretty much. Uh, but we did manage to score 82 points uh, off the back of his performance. A big one there from Katoni Stays. I had him VC'd all week. Then as soon as Adam Reynolds got ruled out, I sort of got scared off it a little bit. So I didn't go that one. So that was a stinger. Um, for John here, Daniel Saifidi, who came up with a front row forward 50, which I would love to have in my team. I'd love to have a front row forward that just hits me a 50 every week. Would be unreal. Second game of the week, we had the Tigers taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. He had a big winner here. He had Ken Mamalo, scored 90 points, scored two tries in the first half. He was on fire. Uh, Maxi King, as I said, I do some weird shit for a front row forward that gives me 50 every week. Max King with a 35. Very disappointing from him considering he started. Seems to be the more minutes he plays, the less uh, super coach points he scores. Jeremy Marshall King, though, he had a blinder for me. I think he was my top point scorer of the week. Yes, he was. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King with 88 there. Had a line break and then scored a try later in the set. Uh, John also had Luke Thompson who got a 36. Only one more point than Max King. Um, to all things considered there, I was happy that those two sort of scored squared themselves up. But yeah, Max King is becoming a bit of an issue in my side. He's wasting a spot, uh, scoring sub-40s every week. So I'm going to have to make a move there at some point. I did pick up Josh McGuire uh, off the waiver wire this week. So he's a guy that I'll have a look at when he eventually returns for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, we then had the Parramatta Eels and the Manly Seagulls going head-to-head. This is a big game for John. This was going to be a huge one. He had four, three guys from this game. He had Reed Marnie, Mitch Moses and Bailey Simonson. Simonson with the 20 Mitch Moses with a 43, of course, got Sinbin as well, so that really helped. And Reed Marnie had a cracking performance, man of the match performance, but only scored 64 super coach points. So I was a little bit worried about that game. I thought Parramatta were going to really give it to them, but Manly did stand up. Uh, from that game, I had Kula and Olakawata, who were both pretty disappointing. Olakawata with a 45, Kola with a 33. Uh, 30 odd looks to be Kola's sort of base, so hopefully he can pick up some attacking stats over the next few weeks. Olakawata, a pretty disappointing 45. Five there. The news of Tom Travojevic getting injured, it is terrible. It's a little bit of a win for me, though. It means that Ola Kawatu becomes more integral in their attack. He'll become DCE's go-to guy now, so very excited about that one moving forward. We then had... The St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the New Zealand Warriors. John Dean is a huge St. George Illawarra Dragons fan, so I thought he'd have a couple more Dragons than what he did. Only had it Ravalawa, who was scoring well to start and then slowed down a lot in the second half. He finished with a score of 33. Ewan Aitken, uh, my second overall pick, was very quiet in this game, back from uh, his concussion symptoms. A very disappointing 41. We need Ewan Aitken to be scoring 20 more points a game than that, for sure. So disappointing there. It's just one of those weeks, though. Then we had the Cow- Cowboys taking on the Melbourne Storm. Uh, here, I had Scotty Drinkwater. He had quite well. He had Cameron Munster and he had Peter Hicku, Kenny Bromwich and Nick Meaney. So he had a fair few troops from this game. Uh, out of all those guys, I think Scott Drinkwater, he got 57. So a very good score for me. I was happy with that against the Melbourne Storm. Drink, he's really been a point of difference for me this year. A great get. He had to captain Cameron Munster, which as I said, I would have done the same. I thought Munster was going to absolutely blitz the Cowboys. Uh, he got 74 as captain and all together. So what's that? 36 or something along the 37 points. So very disappointing uh, score from Cam Munster. And I was pretty lucky that he did go so quiet. But 
That's what happens with captains. It's happened to me a few times over the last few weeks, so I'll take that one. Peter Higger with a 70, had a brilliant try assist in there. Kenny Bromwich with a solid 45. And Nick Meaney with a 44 in a pretty ugly game against the North Queensland Cowboys there. The next game was the Sydney Roosters took on the Penrith Panthers, and John Dean had his final two players in this game, and they did really well. I was a bit nervous at this point. James Fisher-Harris came up with an 87, scored a try at the back end, which was an absolute cracker. Uh, doesn't score too many, but good to see the fish getting up. Over. Wasn't stoked to see him, to be honest with you, but he deserves it. And Viliami Kikau with a 49-point performance in that one. That left side was humming. Thankfully, Jerome Luai took home the vast majority of the points. For me, I only had two players. I had Nat Butcher I've held all season with a 69. Very, very happy with a 70-point game out of Nat Butcher there on the edge. And I had Isaac Targo, who scored 56 as well without a try. So very happy with that. My last few players of the round, I had Matty Tomoko for the Canberra Raiders. Came up with a 62-point performance, scored a try in that. Uh, got involved a lot, though. I was very happy with Matty Tomoko. There is my fourth CTW. I'm a big fan of him. And then I had my two Bunnies boys, Lockinillius, with a disappointing 23. Being Interesting to see if Ilias holds onto his spot over the next few weeks. And Tom Burgess with a 42. I thought Burgess would go for more without Cam Murray. And when Totola got ruled out, I thought he was going to be in for more of a game. But the moments that he was on the field, he stood behind the goalpost the vast majority of the time. So I'm happy to give Burgess another go. And honestly, a front row forward scoring above 40, I'm stoked with. Now, I haven't mentioned my captain yet. I went with the last game of the week. I went with Britton Nakora. Just needed a pretty solid score here. So I went with Nakora. He got 102. He actually downgraded. Um, he threw an offload at one point to Blake Braley. He dummied, let the winger go through, and then he hit Connor Tracy uh, for a try there. They actually gave the tries assist to Britton Acora. Um, so it was, it was a bit nerve-wracking that entire game, knowing he was going to lose that try assist. But I had to watch the scores and sort of take 20 or, I think, 24 off my score. And I ended up getting home anyway just. But, uh, yeah, Britton Acora got 51. So happy with that in that, in that game as my skipper. Just a solid performance to get it done. I've also got Cody Nicarima. He's sitting on my bench. Uh, he had a score of 54, came on and played a bit of fullback. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bunnies do find a way to inject him into this side over the next few weeks, whether it's at one, whether it's at seven, maybe at nine, um, when Damien Cook is away playing Origin. I'm not sure, but I think he's going to become more and more important in this South Sydney team. So Tupanua and Pappy both injured from my team, and I brought in Josh Maguire. Just going to wait and see what happens with him. A dual position guy, if he can get back his edge spot for 80 minutes. I'll be I'll be happy to take a 40 to 50 score from Moose every single week there. Uh, for John Dean on his bench, he's got Cam Murray who's still injured. Uh, Elliot Whitehead and Xavier Savage, they got 30 and 50 but he's big one. Uh, he picked up Cody Ramsey off the waiver wire. Didn't play him, which I completely understand why he didn't but he came up with a 94. So essentially, if he would have played Cody Ramsey over any of his other CTWs or any of his of his full who was his fullback? Sorry, any of his other fullbacks. They only have one fullback, obviously. Who was his other fullback? It was Peter Hickey who got 70. Yeah. So if he would have played Ramsey over anyone else in his team that he possibly could have, uh, he would have actually won that contest outside of Ken Mamala, who scored more than him. But uh yeah, without Pappy, happy to just collect a win here. John Dean's another guy that's gonna be in the final eight this year in my competition. So happy to steal that one. Just having a look at where I am on the 
ladder as it stands right now. Uh, I'm coming fifth overall, so first place is on 18 points, second, third, and fourth are on 16. Then I'm on my own on 14, uh, and then there's a couple of boys on 12, and you're uh, 12 is actually um, eighth place as well. So uh, I'm I'm not sitting as well as I should be in my opinion. I think I should be going better. I've got this. I've scored the second uh, highest amount of points so far this year, and I haven't had Pappy for a couple of weeks now. I've made some really shit caption options too. Uh, so to be second overall point scorer and be fifth, not ideal, uh, but I'm confident I'm going to play finals footy. I'm confident I'll end up in the top four. Um, yeah, the guy that had Tommy Turbo, obviously a couple of seasons ended this weekend in draft competitions. Uh, he's currently sitting 12th. He was sitting at uh, long fucking odds regardless. Let's be perfectly honest here. Uh, so, yeah. He's out of the running. So it takes Turbo out of the finals. So, you know, with Turbo out, it's probably only really the, the main guys that you're scared of, captaincy-wise, are probably Pappy and Cleary. Um, and myself and the guy that's top point scored this year, I've got Pappy, he's got Cleary. So still got guys like Teddy and Hines floating around that can really hurt you. But those are probably the big three uh, that I was most worried about anyway. Pending Teddy, what happens with the Roosters' side? So happy with where I'm sitting. It'd be great if Cola managed to get the fullback spot for the Manly Seagulls. Probably down. He will, but I don't think it's impossible. Um, yeah, so sitting in a good little spot. Now, this weekend, I play the guy that – is he coming last? If he's not coming last, he's, he's second last. Sorry, second last. Pete, uh, good fellow. I play him this week. Uh, his team's going like a busted asshole, though. Unfortunately, I come up against him this week uh, in a pretty good week of matchups for his side, realistically, which isn't ideal, but – uh, I think I should have enough class in my side to get it done regardless. But as I go through his team, uh, he has got Josh Alloyer, who plays the Melbourne Storm. Uh, so I think Alloyer will stack up some decent base stats there. He's then got Tommy Dearden uh, as his halfback, who plays the Penrith Panthers. So that's a little win for me there. He should be quiet against the Panthers. But uh, Drinkwater will be quiet as well. And realistically, Olukawatu and Cola, uh, they'll probably be quiet against the Melbourne Storm too. So as much as it's... Not ideal matchups for him. It's probably worse for me. He has got Brian To'o and Liam Munn. I've got Isaac Targo against the Cowboys. So probably sort of... We're, we're sitting pretty square at the moment. I think pretty shit matchups all round for us. we then got the Broncos taking on the Gold Coast Titans. He's got Philip Sami, who I believe got injured on the weekend. So we'll wait and see if he gets named. I've got Katoni Stagg. So I kind of back myself in there. I think Katoni will probably be getting a VC this week from me. Then we've got the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Newcastle Lights. Knights. I like you and Aiken in this matchup against the Knights. Uh, but the Knights, they did look better last week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And the Warriors losing Adam Fanua Blake potentially, or more than likely, and losing Matt Lodge. 
They're going to be really weak through the middle, so I do worry about this game because he's got a few Newcastle Knights. He's got Caelan Ponga, David Clemmer, and Dominic Young. David Clemmer, you can lock him in for a 70. KP, though, in this game, if they really do get the better of the New Zealand Warriors, which with no middles, they quite easily could. KP could really fist me there and come up with a very big score. Uh, in saying that, I think KP scored 80 on the weekend, I think it was, and Pete only scored uh, under 600 or, or low 600. So uh, the rest of his team isn't that great, so hopefully uh, KP he can stay quiet or at least stay under that 100 mark. If he stays under the 100 mark, I think I'll be okay. But if he lays on a few for Dominic Young, I could find myself in some curry there. Then the South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the West Tigers. I've got Tom Burgess. I've got Ilias and Nick Arima as well, depending on who I play there. He's got Jackson Paulo, who's at right centre for South Sydney. Hopefully, Jacko Hastings does play uh, for the West Tigers this week. I think he's under a bit of a cloud. He's not feeling too crash hot. His leg after last week. He's also got Jakey Simpkins, who should play um, decent minutes in that one. And then we've got the Cronulla Sharks and the Sydney Roosters. I've got Britton Nakora and Nat Butcher and Satili Tupanua uh, going up against each other in this one. He's got no one from that game, I believe. And then the last game of the week, we got the or the last two games of the week. I've got the Bulldogs up against the Dragons where I'll have my boys Jeremy Marshall King and Max King if I play him. He will have Matty Burton in that one, so that's another one to watch as well, Matty Burton in that game. And then the Raiders and the Eels. I'll have Matty Tomoko. He will have Corey Horsburgh. He's also got Zach Wolford on his bench. He could play Jamal Fogarty, Matt Dufty, Victor Radley, Heimel Hunt. He's got a couple of injuries in Hunt, Radley, Fogarty, Zach Wolford will be playing. Matt Dufty, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets dropped this weekend, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they'll go with Jake Averillo um, at fullback in this game. So, not ideal matchups, realistically, but I'd rather have pretty shit matchups like this against someone that's at the bottom of the ladder, obviously. This is another game that if I lose this one, I don't think Pete can play finals footy this year. I don't think he's going to make it. I think his team's pretty irrelevant as far as the competition goes. So if I do lose to him, not ideal, but not a train wreck. I'd rather lose to someone at the bottom of the ladder that can't play finals footy than someone that potentially could and could jump in front of me. So we'll be trying to get a win, obviously. Uh, matchup's not ideal in this one, uh, but it is what it is. I think round 13, which is the week after, will be the bye week and we've got a pretty good matchup there. I think I've got a number of players playing. I'll lose one with Katoni Staggs, actually, uh, but I think I'll still have 11 or 12. So hopefully uh, we can get a W there. If I can get a win in one of the next two weeks, um, I'll be happy with that, to be perfectly honest with you. So happy with how we're traveling. We're in the top eight. Well and truly in the top eight, we're sitting fifth at the moment, waiting for Pappy to come back, hoping a few dominoes fall. Hopefully Tupanua comes back. Hopefully Nick Arima can jag a spot somewhere in this team, and we'd love to see Josh McGuire named on an edge playing big minutes there again.